0: Hi out there, I'm Pat Fawley, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Art Beat Northwest. Each week we talk with people from the visual arts or the performing arts, and then we talk about art events coming up in our local art scene. And this week we're talking about Glastastic, the Bellevue Arts Museum Invitational Biennial featuring glass artists from all over Washington and Oregon. And this opens this Thursday, so that's November 8th, just day after tomorrow, with a preview party from 6.30 to 9 p.m. And it's actually free to the public, so we'd like you all to join us. And uh, the Annual launched in 2000 and features a different focus every two years. And this is, I believe, the fifth one that they've had with... 49 established and emerging artists who've been chosen to be in this show. And two of those chosen artists are here to talk with us today. Etsuko Ichikawa is a Tokyo-born, Seattle-based artist who works in various mediums, including glass, paper, fiber, video, and recently sound installation. She has completed several artists in residence programs at Glass School and has been recognized by the Andy Warhol Foundation for Visual Arts, the National Endowment for the Arts, and uh, she has received numerous awards and exhibited nationally and internationally at the Winnow Royal Museum in Tokyo, uh, the Henry Art Museum, the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston, the Seattle Art Museum, and many more. Welcome to the show, Etsuko. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Great. And then also, Joseph Rosano is here. Now, Joseph has a B.A. in Studio Arts from Louisiana State University, and he also studied at the Pilchuck School. He has numerous solo exhibitions, both locally and across the nation, in New York, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Atlanta, San Diego, Chicago, just to name a few. He has been a professional artist in Arlington, Washington, from 1990 to the present, and he has received awards uh, too numerous to mention. He worked for years with Dale Chihuly, managing 30 full-time artists and interpreting Chihuly's artistic vision, and he also worked with many other renowned studio artists, including William Morris, Lino taglia and Jeff Koons, and... Italo Skanga. Welcome to the show, Joseph.
1: It's a pleasure to be here, Pat. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thanks for coming in, both of you. We really appreciate it. But before we get started with the interview, I want to mention just a couple of events opening uh, at Village Theater. Uh, First of all, Thursday is Matilda, and it's called Matilda the Musical, and it's, of course, from the book by Roald Dahl, his magical misfit girl. uh, And, you know, it's the one that swept five Tony Awards and seven Oliver Awards and was named Time's number one show of the year in 2013. So it's been well-received on Broadway. Of course, there's the book. My grandkids have read the book, seen the movie, and we're all going to go Saturday night. It should be really fun. The West Coast premiere production uh, features... 15 local youth who've been working on this since June, so should be good. <laughs> and also, I want to mention that another glass artist, Raven Sky River, a Tlingit glass sculptor, they must have a lot of artistic uh, talent in that Tlingit tribe, right? He has a new exhibit at Stonington Gallery called confluence and it will run until November 30th and includes all kinds of sea and river creatures done in glass and his works capture the fluid nature of molten glass and they transfer it to a swimming creature you have to see his glass it's amazing isn't it uh it they almost come alive in the glass StoningtonGallery.com for more info We'll be back shortly talking about Glass-tastic, the new Glass Invitational opening at BAM, this week, this Thursday, on RB Northwest. Stay tuned for more.
1: From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always
0: exciting. Through March 24th, see Dylan Neuwirth. Omnia. New is a contemporary artist working with light, space, and interactive technologies. The exhibition traces a metaphorical life cycle from the cosmic to the personal, including work in video, performance, sculpture, and neon. The museum's 5th Biennial, BAM Biennial 2018, BAM Glass-Tastic, will be on view from November 9th through April 14th. This juried exhibition showcases the best work in glass from 48 established and emerging Northwest artists, craftspeople, and designers. For more information, visit BellevueArts.org. Seattle, Tacoma, antwerp That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Esiko Ichikawa and Joseph Prasano about Glastastic. At Bellevue Arts Museum and about their art in glass and uh, what is your now you've seen the exhibit or at least most of it both of you what's your impression of the exhibit where is this glass going in this exhibit
1: well I, I uh, I've seen much of the exhibit and uh, earlier before the before we sat down here we discussed uh, how when you think about glass in particular in the Pacific Northwest, I think you think about uh, blown glass, and I think you think about vessels, and I think that um, the focus of the call for this show was to encourage artists to step outside of their comfort zone and incorporate glass into larger installation statements, and that is clearly what's going on in the show. I mean, um, there are people who have done some amazing things, and have uh, have utilized the space that's been given to them um, to express uh, to express themselves in a way that that's been surprising to me and really encouraging. Um, and it, I think, it follows a trend in the use of glass as a material from which to make art today. And um, so, I mean, that was that was my take. What did what did you think, that's-
2: yeah, there are a lot to see. So I really encourage everybody to go see the show. And I was so um, inspired by every uh, everybody's work because they are using glass in a very different ways and so unique individually, as well as, you know, that comes in the visual as well as conceptual. So it's a great show.
0: Oh, well, that's great. And why don't you tell everyone about your own personal pieces because this is a juried show and they have 49 artists. And, of course, you too uh, have been juried into the show. Um, Thank you for applying for that so we get to see your work. But can you talk a little bit about your uh, contribution to the show,
2: Itsuko? Sure. I have two pieces in the exhibit. Uh, One is a film titled vitrified, and other is a glass installation titled Leaving a Legacy, and those two pieces are both inspired by my experience or response um, based on the Fukushima nuclear disaster that occurred in my home country of Japan in 2011. So, I used uh, uranium glass, which is radioactive, in my glass installation. And that glows with UV light, um, and then I also use these glass pieces as props in my film. So you get to see both together in one place.
0: Now you use this uranium glass. Now how how is it safe for you to use this uranium glass?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, in in an art piece. I know this is the most frequently asked question <laughs> about this new series. <laughs> So I have to say because it's glowing, that means radioactive. But the degree of radioactive is very low and it's safe to uh, human you know, use. And then actually I have a letter uh, supplied or provided by New Zealand. Um, uh, I forgot the name of it. It's basically the governmental um, institution provides this letter saying that, that it's safe to use this uranium glass. And it came with the yeah, supplier from New Zealand.
0: From New Zealand. Yes. Oh, interesting. So, uh, but it represents the destruction mm-hmm. uh, of that can happen with all of this radiation.
2: Right, I wanted to use this as a, kind of like in a symbolic way that we, unfortunately, we live that radioactive uh, substance in our lives and uh, uranium itself is actually one of the elements that we have from nature. However, we discovered it and used it for um, to create nuclear energy, nuclear weapon. So I'm using this as a meaning of what do we have in our lives. We all live in the nuclear age and what we are leaving for the future. Because as long as I understand um, uranium it would take about over 100,000 years to be neutralized.
0: So now your film that you have done in conjunction with this, does that relate to this uh, uranium glass that you have? Mm -hmm.
2: So the film is a story about a woman who encounters this glowing globe in a deep forest. And then there's a conversation between them it's not really described in the movie, but she received this message and then felt the mission to carry that through the forest and then bring it to the ocean to release. And I picked the location closest to the uh, Japan. So uh, the film location is in Olympic Peninsula be, uh, by the Nia bay as well as the rainforest.
0: Oh, that sounds so interesting. Now... Is the, is the film showing next to where your uranium glass is? Yes, so that,
2: they're next to each other. You and can and see
0: the this. uranium glass is in the film, too.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: Oh, fabulous. Oh, wow, I can't wait to see that. That's going to be very interesting. <laughs> Thank you. And Joseph, can you tell us about what you've done for the exhibit?
1: I partnered with uh, a longtime friend of mine, an artist, uh, Martin Blank, to make an installation called Beyonds. And the piece talks about um, the relationship between man and nature, and uh, the, the piece is a composition of repurposed objects that have been used either in my work or in Martin's work in the past, and things that um, come from the real world that... Uh, exist as, you know, objects of taxidermy or things like that that are then placed into this installation. So what we've done is uh, taken an N.C. Wyeth painting which was originally used as uh, the image for a Winchester ammunition calendar. And it's a a portrait of two men uh, preparing to shoot a bear and out of this painting comes a polar bear a polar bear that's a piece of actual taxidermy has been covered in crushed crystal and it's blowing out of this out of this painting and in front of it is the the remnants of uh, a a northern forest in crystal made by martin atop uh, atop a large mirror several feet long and and what the piece Asks you to do is sort of reflect upon your your role in sort of the global state of of, of our environment, and um, I don't know, it's pretty spectacular in a sense that it. It sort sounds of,
0: <laughs> terribly spectacular. So, this huge so there, installation yeah. uh, and uh, very innovative, uh, and uh, the ideas probably are really going to hit the public. I can, I just can't wait to see that one. Um, That is going to be very interesting. Now, as far as the techniques that people have used for these, you know, we were talking about the fact that, you know, some of it's blown glass, but there are so many things you can do with glass. Uh, What are some of the innovative things people are doing with the glass? Uh, I know that you can do cold work things or formed things or,
2: I think you could see so many different techniques in the show. And I think there are texts in the explanation in the exhibit. But, of course, blonde and cast, hot cast, kiln cast, uh, kiln formed, part of the veil, um, fusing, stained glass. And I think I know I'm missing something.
0: (laughs) So there's just... (laughs) An almost infinite number of things that you can do with glass uh, that makes uh, art objects that are very dissimilar, right? I mean, they're going to look a lot uh, not like each other at
2: all. I think this show is really a great resource for educational purposes as well. If you want to learn about glass, what can be done with glass in different techniques, um, there are great examples there. And you also
0: said that some that some of the artists in this show are actually mostly in other kinds of art, and it's, this is just kind of a foray into glass, uh, with a very different concepts.
1: Yeah, I, I think that there's been certainly, if you look at the history of the artist in residence program at Pilchuck, you see artists from other disciplines um, coming to Pilchuck and becoming um, familiar with the material, whether it be through working with a master glass blower or from, um, you know, working with a a master glass cutter or, or whatever kiln former, et cetera. And um, in, in this exhibit, you're, you're seeing a natural progression from bringing an artist into that situation to artists from other disciplines actually doing, uh, exploration of their own. So it's, uh, to me, that's very interesting. And, and, you know, some of the, some of the, the things that we're seeing in the show are made from objects of glass that may be functional and they are, they, by their nature, you know, they are glass, uh, allows say a, a conceptual artist who's, who is, um, looking at uh, found objects of glass to become part of this glass exhibition.
0: Oh, so yeah, yeah. a lot of these people are they they're from another area and they're add and they're gaining the knowledge and then they're putting their own uh their own training, their own spin, their own thinking on it, which is very refreshing, right?
1: Correct. I mean, I think that if you look at the history of glass, it, it has a functional history. Uh, you know, there is a, tr- a tradition of um, the glass vessel holding something, whether it's a test tube, whether it's a pitcher for wine, or whether it's a glass for drinking or a bowl for you know, putting flowers in. Um so because it's a container, you know, there are a host of things that it connotes uh, that, um, that I think allows for somebody thinking outside of the box to talk about what they're presenting to you as part of a larger narrative.
0: Ah, so this is going to be interesting. Well, it's already time for a break. We'll be back shortly talking more about glass tastic. The new shopping show opening at BAM this week, and about creating art with glass. Stay with us. Support for Art Northwest with Pat Polly comes from Pratt Fine Arts Center, offering year-round classes for youth, teens, and adults. Located in the central area, Pratt is the only facility in the Northwest where absolute beginners and established professional artists work side-by-side, creating art in glass, metal, stone, and wood sculpture, jewelry, and metalsmithing, painting, drawing, printmaking, and mixed media. Learn more and register for classes at Pratt.org. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Etsuko Ichikawa and Joseph Frasano about glass tastic at BAM and about their art in glass. And I'm going to ask you: uh, To what extent do you think art is political, or should it be political, or what do you? You all seem to be a bit <laughs> <I'm> engaged <sorry. laughs> in uh, the
2: voice of art. Yeah, uh, definitely yes, one hundred percent, three (laughs) hundred percent, yes.
0: So, how much the art that you uh, display or put into exhibitions does it usually have some kind of political
2: message? Not necessary, but in my case, it's changed since uh, Fukushima nuclear disaster. That's where I started thinking about art as a vehicle to talk about political issues or you know, just have a social engagement through art.
0: So in the beginning, you didn't feel like you had a, uh, it was political, but now you've changed toward, it's very interesting. How about you, Joseph?
1: I, I would say that my work is very political, and uh, that's why I was chuckling before. But, I, you know, I, I'm very cautious uh, as an artist that uh, I do not make bold statements that are unfounded. So much of my work is done in, in collaboration with, with contemporary scientists that are actually uh, working on and writing about theories that they are in the process of proving, as a result, a lot of the work that I do talks about um, natural history and life science realities, and uh, and I do so in collaboration with the voice of, of those scientists. So so yes, I think that I think it's important that, I think artists have. Uh, it's almost as if they have a pass to talk about whatever they want to talk about because they're trying to evoke an emotion in the viewer to hopefully get the viewer to see their perspective. I, I think that's what we we both do. I think that's the goal yeah. of a lot of artists.
0: Now, both of you have in, uh, been uh, focused on the environment, uh, and I can see what brought you there. It's a goal. But how about how long have you been interested in the environment, and what triggered that?
1: Um, I would say that I've been interested in the environment since I was a child. All, the the, in the vast majority of my work um, since I, I I would say I became a professional artist uh, has has been environmentally driven, and um, I grew up. In New York, I spent tremendous amount of time in the Catskills, in the Catskill Mountains of New oh. York, and that really shaped how I viewed the world in my practice. Uh, it also made me love things that couldn't defend themselves, and I think that a lot of creatures in nature can't talk. And um, as they silently go away, that's exactly what happens. They silently go away, and it's the responsibility of people like myself to yell. So that's, that's what I do.
0: Well, that's great. Somebody needs to do it, <laughs> right? And we don't want them to silently go away. I think about that a lot myself. So what, what do you think are the threats to the Northwest ecosystems that we could most easily take action on right
2: now? Getting into the political. <laughs> well, there's so many things. Yeah. Climate change is really evident in our lives, right? And every summer, it's a completely different summer to me in Seattle.
0: It does seem that our climate is really changing, doesn't it? And and we worry, you know. I think the big worry to to me is, like you say, that the animals and creatures are the ones that are we're pushing them off this earth, and it's really really sad. Uh, let's talk about. Um, The fascination that, this is kind of changing the subject, the fascination that everyone has with glass itself, it seems to be that it draws people in and then they make their statements. Uh, Do you feel, uh, what do you feel is the reason for that?
1: I think that for me, when I saw somebody making Basically taking lava and making something out of it, um, I was beguiled. And I feel that um, that is such a seductive thing that, and it's so labor intensive to learn how to control a liquid, you know, because it quite, when I say lava, it really is lava, you know, and. um,
0: Oh, I had, I actually hadn't thought of it that way. That's true, isn't it?
1: Right. So, I mean, obsidian is, is what, uh, Form of glass it comes out of a volcano, so in essence, you could make the same parallel. Uh, so I think once you understand a few basic principles of how to deal with the material, then it's controlling the material to come out with what you're looking for, and that could be through kiln forming, making a mold, and uh, again heating the glass up so it fills the cavity and gives you a positive of the thing that you've created, or Actually, manipulating a, a molten hot bubble. And um, so I, I think that a lot of people spend a tremendous amount of time and are linked to um, trying to express themselves. It, it becomes a lifelong pursuit, whether it's introducing color, et cetera. I could talk a lot longer about it. And well, I know, I you know, it has
0: so many properties you can see through it, it can reflect, it can be a mirror. It can, you know, it's, you just go on and on. It's just a fascinating material. So uh, I want to make sure that everybody gets to this exhibit because it'll show you some new ways with glass, I'm sure. I can uh, hardly wait. But we are already running out of time. Thank you so much, Etsuko and Joseph, for coming in to share all of your information about your art. And I'm sure we could talk for a couple more programs on this. And... Uh, we were so happy you could both come in today. Thank you so much, Pat. Thank you, Pat. And I hope to see all of you listeners at the opening at BAM. And that's this Thursday, day after tomorrow, November 8th. Blastastic. It's even more exciting than you thought. It's free, and there's music and dance and drinks and food. And you might get to meet some of the artists. Are you all going to be there? Yeah. I will oh, great. Ooh, I think there'll be other artists there too. Oh, you, know, no. you just have to seek them out. And then you get to vote on uh your favorite, which uh you know, I kind of like that because it kind of makes you concentrate on each piece a little better. And be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. drive time for Artbeat Northwest for news and views of the local art scene. I'm your host Pat Polly signing off on Alternative Talk 11:50. Have a great creative week.